And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have my good friend and co-host, Alex, with me. We're going to be reviewing Nothing Except Everything. This is going to be a non-spoiler review. Of course, this is also going to be a short film review that clocks in about 15 minutes. But let's go on ahead. Let's talk about this. I'm excited to have Alex here to be able to bring down our review and us dancing to this music that we're about to play you. How's it going, Alex? It's going good, John. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. I'm excited to be able to talk about this film. Uh, this was actually sent in to me from Tom, uh, who actually handles a lot of the public, uh, a lot of stuff for uh, different short films and different films in general when it comes down to him being a publicist. But, you know, this movie, of course, stars Dave, David Mazus and uh, Lily Chi. And is also produced by an Oscar shortlisted producer, Scott Anori, who uh, ended up, matter of fact, I actually reviewed one of his films. I actually reviewed The Criminals uh, back in 2021, back whenever I was first starting out with the uh, Holly Shorts Film Festival. So I'm actually happy to be able to review another one of his films. We meet again. Yes, we have. And uh, I just want to say, give you guys a little bit of what this movie is about. Film follows Miles, a high school senior wrestling with a college applications, fleeting relationships in his wrestling with a growing sense of nihilization um, in his haze. Miles begins fixating on the number seven, leading him through different points in his life in a desperate attempt to find a disguise of order in all the chaos. So I like how it breaks the fourth wall and asking the audience what number they would choose between one and ten. And so I was a B. I actually chose seven. What about you? I chose eight. Really? Okay. I legit, I legit chose eight. And I was like, oh, please let it be eight. When he was like, seven. I'm like, ah, one away. <laughs> and I was actually mind blown whenever I was actually thinking of the number seven because I was thinking, okay, well, you're not going too high. You're right there in the middle. So therefore, seven would actually be my safe bet. So that's why I went with the number seven. And my mind was blown when uh, Miles winds up telling me that I got the number seven right. So the first time in my life that I actually got something right. <laughs> but <laughs> Like, what is it? What do you say? 33% of people on Earth would pick seven? Yeah. And I'm like, what percentage would pick eight? Because that, 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 those are my people. We pick eight. <laughs> we pick eight over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but you're like in the 1% tier of people that would choose that. I cannot be the only eight in the world. I mean, I'm a 10, but I'm an eight, too. <laughs> I don't know why that got funnier. As I thought it's, right. it's fine, man. I, I love that. Uh, but, you know, I think I, the thing that I like about this film, though, is this, okay? And it's perks of being a wallflower. It also has a coming-of-age kind of story and about how life moves as a teenager, how quickly time moves. Because we actually see this cookie cutter, well, I'm not going to say cookie cutter, but we basically see how the film cuts into and how fast-paced the film actually is when we see this movie. Yeah, you know, I was a... I, I liked the where it was going, just in terms of where uh, Miles is at in his life, because it, it's interesting, like, Kids, the kids these days, this, this this Gen Z we have going on right now. It um, 
they got so much to look forward to in the future. You know, climate change, you know, most likely war, like people losing a lot of money. Like, it's going to be a rough couple of decades. And I, it was just like, what's the point of it all? He's just like falling into that. And I totally understand. Like, what is the point of going to school, get, going to college if, you know, everything's going to burn anyway? But then also him finding like there is stuff to live for. And in this case, it was, you know, a girl spending time with, you know, it looked like his little sister, things like that. Just finding the joy in life, living life is the purpose of life. And I thought that was really beautiful, if not confusing, because I wasn't completely sure that's what they were going for. But for what I was, from what I've been shown, I was in, I was like invested. Like I, I would want more. I would watch it like an hour and a half, maybe two hour movie of this. And I also thought David Mazous, who plays as Miles and shout out to him from the Gotham series. I loved him in that. Me too. He, was, he was great in this. I thought he was, he was great. fantastic. I, I really believe that he was this teenager that was trying to discover who he was and asking, asking these questions that we would actually ask ourselves when we're going through high school. It's like, well, what's the point of us graduating? What's the point of us doing this? What's the point of going to college? What's the point of Having a you go to college, you have you go on ahead, you get married, and then after that you have kids and then you die. And that's basically how the parents also tell him, well, you die after that. Yeah, his parents were weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was it was building him up to be the one that's weird and out of place, but I was just like, no, his parents are the weird ones. Like he's smart, but he's totally normal in my eyes. Right. That's the way I see it though, too. I see the parents uh as kind of like not trying to balance anything in his life and Miles' life at all. I see him them being basically the negatives of mm -hmm. his life in a sense. I don't know if you got that from them. Yeah, they 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 probably unintentionally, but like they instilled trauma in him by like withholding like I, I guess his uncle passed away right. from, from suicide and that's where the significance of the number seven comes from. Like it starts from the uncle. And, you know, that's enough. That was another story. I wish, you know, part of the story that they could have dug a bit deeper. And I know it's only like 12 and a half minutes long. They can only do so much. But, you know, right. if they made a full feature length film, that's that's really what I want to see more of. Um, but yeah, his parents definitely unintentional or, or intentional were definitely negative influence on his viewpoint of the world. You know, he saw them as just like they just kind of coasting by life instead of you know, why, like, why is, why is this path so important when the world is just so chaotic? Like, what's the point? Why, why, what's the point of graduating when the world is so dark? And why should I be in this world whenever this world is so dark around me, especially whenever dealing with my past with my uncle dying? And I, here's the thing, though. Most parents will go on ahead and cover up whatever that's going on. So that way, the fact that they'll be stronger for their kids and only be stronger for their kids. So that way they can actually understand what death is. So mm -hmm. their way of dying of, of him, uh, whenever the uncle dies is just lie to the kid. Yeah, you're trying and, to protect them from the truth, but in reality, you're not really allowing them to develop. And they're like, I'm not a child psychologist by any means, but I feel like it's important to have those harsh discussions with your children. Like, 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 I know it's, it's, it's going to, they might not understand it completely, but, you know, kids are smart. Kids are smarter than you think. 
So they'll figure it out for themselves sooner or later, you know. Yeah. Or as they get, as time gets on moves on, as they get older, they'll figure it out. But you know that the whole entire talk about the animals dying and what if the animals had had a family and that family have to go has to go to rehab, and then he cuts into the fact that his uncle killed himself. I'm like, damn, that got dark fast. <laughs> he is like. Her mom's like, this is not a conversation I'm ready to have. Right? But yet you were going to have the conversation about the about this with him, but lie to him. But for him to just, I like how all of a sudden he just quickly blindsides her. It's like, wait, what? So forget about all the talk that I was going to have. Uh, so now I have to really be deep and tell him about life and death. Yeah. Got to readjust that. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> swerve this car around. Go a different direction. Right, and I and I definitely like that whole entire conversation about that. Then the girlfriend's involved in this as well, Lily Chi, and she does a fantastic job of playing the girlfriend. I like that awkwardness in the car. Is like, should I kiss you? Should I not kiss you? Should I? Is it all about the first date? And then shakes the hand, shakes her hand. That was like both like really like ah awkward and uncomfortable, but also adorable because it's like you both like each other just just kiss go on but i also get it because i'm totally that type that would just clam up like i even do that with my wife now like i'm i'm legally required to kiss her and i get nervous i'm like what if she says no (laughs) you know (laughs) so i kind of got it too i was like this is so uncomfortable and i relate so hard to this I do too, because I remember that awkwardness of being on a first date, whether it's in high school or when you're dating somebody for the very first time. It's like, well, should I hold her hand? Should I not hold her hand? What happens if I go ahead and put my arm around her? Am I making the wrong moves? What if I kiss her? What if she doesn't like the way I'm kissing her? What if I get slapped by her? So that's, so it goes through the anxieties of a teenager, which I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and once again, uh, Debbie Mazouz was incredible. I... I was just watching. I was like, this, this, he, you know, he's so charming and so energetic. And I, I like him in that really intelligent character role. He pulled that off well. I'm like, he could, he could be a, a, one of those smart superheroes in the future. Like, it makes sense that they picked him to be a, a young Bruce Wayne in the Gotham series. And maybe one day he'll grow up and actually be Batman. That would be cool. But, but I really enjoyed his performance in this movie. I, I hope he gets a, feature-length film to really show off what he can do, because I think To be honest with you, I could see him being like in a Steve Jobs biopic in his younger days. And go, sure. uh, I could just see him trying to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he has those chops of that quickness and that wittiness about him in this film, because of Miles being so quick and witty. And then even whenever he's in, his, in the bed with his girlfriend, he's like, well, what are we going to be like in the next 20 or 30 years? Are we going to be together? And then the girl's like, no, we're not going to be together. But we'll just remember this moment. But, we, but then he goes, but will we remember this moment? <laughs> that, 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 that part of the movie totally just set my mind on this thinking journey that I wasn't prepared to have at that moment. I'm like, gosh darn it. I'm already exhausted. Now, now i got to think about this. I got to think of everyone in my past that I've known. I'm like, do I still care about them? I'm like, some of them, yeah. Like family, close friends I still keep in touch with. Like, but yeah, I'm like, uh, ex-girlfriends, do I care? Do I remember them? Yeah. Do I care about them? 
I mean, I hope they're doing great. I hope you're okay. I hope all is well. I'm not saying I don't care. Like, you know what? You know, I don't know what I'm trying. I know to what you're saying. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you're like you're, at this moment. Will I care about you just as much as I care about you now, opposed to how I would feel about you in the future? I'm not personally invested in their life. I hope you're doing good, though. Good. Right. I'm not wishing we... anything bad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, see, the, the brain, that's where my brain is. See, this is the anxiety that Biles gives Alex right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm freaking out. Anxiety. That was an anxiety-inducing scene. Like, I'm not right. supposed to think about this stuff right now. But I thought that was a good scene. And then you get into the graduation scene. And he just goes ham on everybody. It reminds me of that one scene in Crazy Stupid Love. Mm. Where, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I'm a movie <laughs> reviewer that hasn't seen a lot of movies. That's what I keep figuring out. People would be like, oh, you review movies, then you must have seen this, right? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and, and guess what? We actually did a segment called Movies That We Lied About Seeing. that. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that we can be part of that conversation. But anyways, um, but back to uh, what I'm trying to say, though, is, okay, in that scene, the kid is actually snapping at every, about his feelings about love. And he goes, why would I want to be in love with somebody when my dad's getting divorced, when um, my mom's cheating, when this is going on? Why would I care about that? I don't care about that. I'm 12 years old. I don't know anything about like life is I, I, so crazy. A, why? Why care? What's What's the point of it right. all? It doesn't matter. And he goes right. He even goes in, even further. He goes, "I have a high school crush that's not even into me." She was. But yeah, this girl was into. Yeah, this character was totally into Miles. But I'm just talking about as far as crazy, stupid love goes, oh. and how oh, in comparison in comparison to this, it it goes into the same kind of mindset to me with that character. Yeah, I'll have to watch Crazy Stupid Love now. It sounds like a good movie. You're very welcome. It's very good. It has Ryan Gosling in it, who plays Ken, by the way. But yeah, <laughs> I think that this film is smart. I think it's witty. I think it understands its target audience. I think that kids, even I would say even to early 2000s, like 2010s kid, uh, adults would actually gravitate towards this as far as nostalgia goes. Because I don't think high school has changed in a sense of the way they think and operate. Not really. I Yeah, I could see... Uh... You know, older older teenagers uh, and even adults watching this movie because, like, you know, watching. You know, I'm almost thirty. I'm you know watching it as a almost thirty year old. I I just it, it made me reevaluate life. Like, am I just falling into that daily grind, that daily cycle? You know, wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, come home, eat dinner, sleep, repeat, and it's like. Yeah, there's so much that's about to go down in the world, you know, hashtag climate change, yay, looking forward to it. <laughs> you know, it's like, are we really living life or, or are we just just existing? We're just being here. And you know, uh, it made me like sit back. I was spiraling. This movie makes me spiral <laughs> in my brain, it makes me think about life. So this is like, gosh darn it, I want more now. Make me think more. Right. And that's actually how I feel, though, because I graduated in 2004. I'm 38 years old, but it reminded me of being a teenager back in those days and going through the same emotions that he, as Miles, is going through, wondering if these people are going to be in my life just as much as I want them to be in my life because I care about these people. 
only to find out that you're not going to be BFFs forever because high school is different and then comes adulthood. And the relationships that you once had in, when you were a teenager is not going to affect you how you are now. So, you know, I definitely like this. These people are going to be in there for a little bit of a season and then they're going to move on. And this, like you say, I want to see more from this. I want to see more of Miles. I want to see more of what's going to happen later on. I want to see him going to college. I want to see what life is like with, with him and going, well, what's the point of college now? Yeah. And, you know, so, so totally Hollywood, as soon as you pay your actors and writers the money they deserve, send these folks a contract so they can get them a full length film going. I'm, exactly. I'm down. I'll go to the theaters to see this. I'm here. I'm definitely down to see this in theaters. I would love to see a longer runtime for this. This deserves it. Uh, hands down, probably one of my other favorite films that I've reviewed so far. That's part of the short uh, short films right now. So yeah, this definitely ranks high up there with me uh, as well. So, any other final thoughts as far as this movie goes or anything, Alex? Uh, no, but you look beautiful today, John. I just wanted to say Thank that. you, sir. Thank you so much. You look just as beautiful as I do with your Mountain Dew shirt. I do appreciate that. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's a it's a Mountain Dew crop top. I you know, I'm just embracing it. I like crop tops, and it works out that we're in a heat wave, so it's just like I have an excuse to wear. I get get some cool air on this belly. Exactly. And I hope that you do. And uh, matter of fact, guys, go on ahead. I, I know that you have a lot of stuff going on on your channel as well when you're not over here with us. So tell everybody what's going on on your channel. Oh, well, um, if you guys are interested, um, I'm also over at 8-Town Reviews where I do movie reviews and various like how-to videos on how to better enjoy your movie watching experience. So feel free to come check it out. I would love to see you there. And uh, we're going to be interviewing, well, I'm going to be interviewing David Libin tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time for his film called Publish or Perish. Uh, that film will actually be released on Amazon Prime on August 18th. So go ahead, check out his film. Uh, Alex and myself and Rossi will all be back together for the Goonies review. That's not going to be a live review, by the way. That's going to be just an audio-only podcast episode, but that's going to happen on August 6th, I believe. Um, when we're going to be doing that one. But that's everything as far as this review goes. Alex, thank you so much, man. You're, this has been a great review. I enjoy this movie just as much as you do. So, guys, go on ahead. All his links are down in the description below. Go on ahead. Give A-Town Reviews a follow and a review. And smash that like button. Smash that subscribe button and comment below. Also, too, give us a five-star review wherever you guys get your podcast from. And always until next time, guys.